0: welcome back out of the mud family we here episode 10 man we hit a milestone for this interview we wanted to do bring somebody real dope to y'all you know we bringing the lovely the dope the talented dj millhouse Brought her in, man, just to drop a bunch of game for y'all out there in that entertainment industry, man. We hope y'all enjoy the interview as much as we enjoy her. Shout out to you, Mill House, for tuning in with us. You know, much love, much respect. We hope y'all enjoy, man. We getting better every take. Y'all know the goddamn saying. Enjoy. Back with another exciting
1: episode of the Out of the Mud podcast. And I cannot... Explain to y'all how excited I am to bring to y'all this episode. Um, We have a really dope DJ out of Atlanta that Droop was telling me about, man. But, I mean, really, I don't really want to go too far into talking about her. You know, I want to introduce her and then let her talk about herself. Man, it is great to have you here. How are you doing today, DJ Milhouse?
2: What's up, what's up? I'm doing amazing
1: amazing how you doing good good and then yeah. as
0: usual we got droop here too yeah back man we we trying to keep the ball rolling we almost at 10 episodes we're trying to hit a milestone and i was definitely congratulations. like
2: congratulations
0: you know, yeah i was i was definitely adamant about getting you on just you know we know i know you through my cousin but we don't really know each other but just seeing your girl right. from afar like I, I always respected it or just hearing her tell me about the stuff you got going on and seeing it like I always respected the grind so I felt like you would be an excellent person to bring on
2: thank you
1: so I mean we can really just kind of get into it and just learn about you because again like he said we don't really know you but we we have been looking um, up some of your stuff and I think you are really dope and I do like um, you know some of the stuff that you've been doing especially like I saw that you uh, had a video with David Banner on your Instagram, so we're going to get into that in a minute. <laughs> that's one Oh, that of,
2: was crazy. That was dope.
1: That's one of my idols, so yeah, we're going we gonna to talk about that. But
2: first and foremost,
1: Mill House, let's talk about you. Where you from? Tell us a little bit about your background, and I mean, I'm sure you probably get asked this all the time, but you know, what got you into being a DJ? What got you into music? That kind of thing.
2: Okay, so I am originally from Los Angeles, California.
0: Okay, came
2: to Atlanta through my mom and dad as a child, so I was raised here. So uh, really from Georgia, but I was in LA. Anyway, long story short, I uh, grew up here uh, from the East Side, Decatur. Um, so that's kind of how I got into music. There's a lot of like. A lot of popular people came out of Decatur. Really came from Atlanta, period. Oh yeah.
0: They so I was cool always
2: around Decatur. music.
0: Yeah,
2: they Yeah, know. so I was always around music or whatever. And um a lot of my friends was always in music. I used to rap in high school. That was <laughs> so one of my I questions.
0: That was one of my questions. Huh? <laughs> that was definitely one of my questions yeah, if you rap. Was...
2: Was... Yeah, it wasn't no serious rapping, but me and my friends are always like just have these rap battles that was in high school. So, just always had an ear. I, had, I also danced in high school, so I was always around the band. So it was just music was just kind of, kind of in me. So from there, after high school, college, of course, then I started bartending. I used to bartend in a lot of little spots in Atlanta. From there, I started fucking with the DJs, working with music, and um, shit. I decided, hey, I can, I can do this shit. Like I really enjoy it. Barton is cool, but I want to have fun. Like, I don't want to act feel like I'm at work. So um, this guy I knew needed a DJ. And I was like, hey, I can do it. He was like, all right. He was like, well, shit, I'm going to give you a week. And um, I'm going to give you a week. <laughs> so I went and bought my stuff. I used my tax income money and bought a controller, a laptop, a um, speaker. And I sat in my room and practiced, like, literally practiced so much. In my first set, I killed it. Like, definitely killed it. And from there, it just stuck with me. That's dope.
0: That's dope. So, like you said, when you um spent your tax money on it, like, right then and there, like, were you... You had doubts, like, when you was going into it? Or it was just, like, one of them decisions?
2: Did I have doubts? Yeah. Um, I didn't have doubts. I didn't have any doubts. Like, one thing about me is I get up and I try it. If, it, if I fail, if I see at least I did it
0: right right I, feel.
2: So I didn't have no doubt I, I was I was actually excited especially being my first set and just proving somebody wrong who was kind of sick doubting me in the beginning so it was more of that too trying to prove them wrong especially me being a female
1: oh uh, I bet so what was one of your uh what was one of your biggest like first gigs that was like You know, I feel like I'm really there. Like, you know, how was that? Like, how many people was in the crowd? What was that like, your first time being like, yeah, I'm here?
2: Okay, so that was 2017 A3C. They called me literally the day of. In my, I started DJing 2016 in March. So a year, it's a change. So it's 2017, October, A3C. I get a call the day of. It's raining outside. Hey, what's up, Millhouse? Um, our DJ just canceled. Can you DJ for A3C? I'm like, okay, shit. Hey, you're not gonna get paid because it's like volunteer stuff, blah blah blah. I'm like, okay. So, I get there, and it's the main stage. So it's the main stage opening up for Nas. Um, who Ooh. else is there? Um, what? Just, Hold on. Just, Run uh, Wait, just Blaze night nice. just blaze um what's his name uh dave e okay. um Jermaine Dupree. it was so crazy and one thing about it i had to play a lot of um what do you call it what do you call it um um what's that new york music called bap boom bap music uh a lot of that shit and a lot of like 90s music it was the 90s cuz of course not. Nice. But it was dope man. I wasn't prepared but I had a I had to prepare myself for that. It was a big ass crowd. It was just it was like a high I was experiencing.
0: Oh yeah, you got to experience that that crowd high. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was super dope.
1: So what so what was the next step after that? I mean, you was like, "All right, no, you know, I'm I'm out here now." So, cuz I see that you have the is that a clothing line? Is that a is that a saying what is Fuck they.
0: Tell me about that.
2: Uh, fuck, fuck they. Like the it DJ was DJ
0: from them doubt, and you on the DJ.
2: Man, what? <laughs> yes, they is like everybody in your ear saying this, saying that, saying this. Like fuck it, fuck everything that they are talking about, and like fuck they can mean so many different things. But to me, it was a movement. It was also something that, also something that I use to to just whenever I have fear or something. It's just something, a confidence booster mm. to keep going. Like, fuck what they talking about. Like, I got this. So, long story short, I came up with Fuck Day 2016 as well. Um, it was around that time when it was a lot of, of course, it's always black killings by the police. But that year was different. It was a lot going on in Atlanta. And there was um, riots and stuff going down Edgewood. And I was actually a guy is dope around the time. God's dope was on Edgewood too. And I was talking to the owner of God's dope. And I'm like, who the fuck are they? Because they kept talking about they they want us to do this and do that. I'm like, who are they? I was like, man, fuck they. (laughs) (laughs) And the owner from God is Dope was like, yo, you should make that a t-shirt. So we went literally in the back of God is Dope. You guys know who God is Dope is. But um, we literally went in the back of the shop and he printed me up like 20 t-shirts that same night and I sold them all that same night. And that was just so dope to me because just his t-shirt line he's made millions off of t-shirts yeah. so it was just dope that he helped me out and gave me kind of gave me the sauce in the game and um he gave you
1: that push okay that's for sure, man like i mean so what's some of the stuff that you're really working on now because i mean i can definitely see that i can definitely see the truth you got a lot going on, but I mean, like, what's your project right now? You got, like, a a mixtape coming out? Are you working with a certain artist? Is there something that you, you know, you're trying to promote? What's going on right now?
2: Right now, I'm working on the listening session. So, over quarantine, I was going on live, and I was getting music from unsigned artists. I would play it on my live, Mm -hmm. and then the people in the comments would kind of write the songs. They liked it. They didn't like it. So, I decided to make it into actually a whole production. So that's what I'm working on now. I'm going to film the first two episodes. I want to get six out before I release them. So that's what I'm working on now, the listening session. So it's going to okay. be dope. It's going to be for all unsigned artists to just promote themselves.
0: Good exposure out there. That's dope. Yeah. Putting on for a lot of people. Yes, yes, yes. So do you be booking gigs out of town, or do you prefer to stay, like, inside of Atlanta? Or are you just, or, like, are you more so going where the money at?
2: Wherever the money is. If it's in some country town, I'll go there. If it's overseas, I'll go there, wherever the money is. But, yeah, I've booked a lot of gigs actually out of town. Um, I love DJing out of town. I do. It feels good to get away from y'all in city for a little bit. What what's your
0: favorite city you've been to so far?
2: Um, I would have to say DJing Miami, Miami. Miami. Yes,
0: okay. <laughs> I I can see the whole vibe down there. It's a whole
2: vibe. Oh, I bet
1: that's a party vibe all day. I know you be having a turn.
2: Yes, it's a whole vibe in Miami.
1: I know you got a favorite club. Go ahead, shout them out. Mm, in Miami. Yeah.
2: Racket. If you guys are ever in Miami, go to Racket and Wynwood. It's so dope.
0: I have to put them on the list.
1: Yep. Facts. (laughs) So, let me ask you. What is some of, like, your musical influence? Like, what's some of the stuff that you like to use in some of your tracks, some of your mixes and things like that? Like, where do you come from Mm -hmm. musically?
2: Um, I love R&B music. So I always try to put a little bit of r and no matter what I'm playing. So one thing about me, I guess growing up and so when I first moved to Atlanta, I was living in Marietta, which is kind of like a predominantly white area. So Where, I just grew up listening to a lot yep. of um, NSYNC, Britney Spears, uh, Spice Girls. That's kind of when I first started listening to music, that was like my first CDs and first um, well, let's call them tapes, first tapes they think of lure. Still using tape, and um, I went straight from Marietta to Decatur. So it was like a big culture shock for me. Um, so I still I like to blend in a lot of '90s pop in my mixes as well. I'm a big '90s pop girl. Also, R&D. like
0: who?
2: I just like Instinct, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, um, even some Queen, like even um, Kurt Cobain, you know. Some of the classic records.
0: So you got to walk on next. Yes. I feel like that helped a DJ out as well, too. Like, on a business side, because then you're more open to do different shows and different venues. You're not, like, boxing yourself in for one genre.
2: Exactly, exactly. And it's, it's fun, like, it's fun blending those songs in together. Because you never know where it'll go or how it'll sound. It just opens your mind being creative
1: so what's uh what's like your favorite artist that you worked with or like what's a what's someone that you've worked with because like I said before I've seen that you worked with um uh, uh David Banner but you also said that you know you were on stage with like Nas and you know people like that so like who's somebody that you worked with that was like that was those
2: um I'm lost a lot of people. I I can't even tell you. Sheesh. Um, Anybody been a
1: big influence or gave you that big push? Like,
0: not here goes pushed. the real game for you.
2: My mind is just like totally in shock right now because I can't even remember. <laughs> it's like it's like things move so fast, so quick. Um, and I, you know, honestly, I wouldn't even say somebody who I personally know. It's just always looking at people like their own their stories and how they came up, kind of is a big um, influence on me because it's like okay if they made it here then I can make it here. Right,
0: right. Seeing it's believing. You gotta see it first to process it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's, I've, I've I've got a lot of game from a lot of people, but right now it's like my mind can't think.
0: So that's one question I gotta ask because you know DJs they probably get it. Does the internet help at all for you not having to break somebody record asking you over, or does that get old for you? Somebody coming in and like requesting music or something like, how do you go about that? Like for somebody trying to get on, like is there a right way to do that with a DJ?
2: Um. So the way I do it, if somebody was to come to me and ask me to play a song, if I'm like, let's say I'm spinning right now, mm. somebody walks up like, hey, yo, you'll play my record This shit hot, blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. I Usually I'll tell them to send it to me and I'll listen to it in my own headphones and see if I like it or not. But most of the time, I'm probably not going to play it. I'll probably, it's, it's it's just it's very overwhelming. It's so much music out there. Yo, okay. it's so much music. It's so much. You <laughs> got a
0: new rapper every day, like,
2: Every day, so it's, it's like, like like you said, the internet does help kind of filter out a lot of artists, but it's, it's not even about the music no, no more as you guys can see, it's about the grind and your brand and the whole package you bring in.
0: Yeah. That's definitely what I see, like, with you, like, going forward, like, even with the fuck they, you know, your DJ brand, and, like, it's all tying mm-hmm. in one, but it's still, like, two separate entities, and I yeah. see you on the house. Health kick too, like selling your teas and stuff,
2: like.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, I de- I definitely see you on the brand side, like real serious about that. Yeah, I mean,
2: that shit is important these days. Branding yourself.
1: Absolutely. So, I mean, in in that sense, like, what kind of DJ are you? You know, what I'm saying more or less. Like, are you like a party DJ? Are you like a mixtape DJ? Are you uh you know, I'm saying what
2: what. Party, 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 party DJ, and also like corporate events, television professional. I'm a professional DJ, you know, professional.
1: Absolutely, that's
2: the perfect. What's world. some of
1: your favorite work to do? You say TV and stuff like that. What's your favorite work to do?
2: Hmm. Hmm. I would say event more so, like like not parties, but. Like how I did A3C, um, the David Banner, like more so events because they're short and sweet, and you also get something out of it. Mm. Clubs are cool, but it's just kind of repetitive.
1: <laughs> Play this for me. Play that for mm-hmm. me. Hey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Turn up the crowd for me. I bet, man. I bet that get annoying after a while, and then you got drunk people in your face. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm.
2: I was thinking, bruh
0: man <laughs> Dang, the mask ain't helping in 2020 Like, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get that together yeah. man Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: crazy so i mean like what's that vibe like because i ain't gonna lie i've thought about like what that is like to be a dj i ain't i can't lie like i thought about it before but what is that like being up there you know what i'm saying mixing because i i see the way that the way that y'all make music blend and, like, I listened to one of yours earlier, like, I
0: mean... Uh, yeah, I witnessed like, a couple spins. I witnessed a couple. I, I definitely was in the crowd, like, feeling it. I was feeling good.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what's that vibe like when you got the crowd, like, feeling you? You feel me? Like, you, you controlling it.
2: It's fun. Like, imagine... You on your iPod at a party and you play a song off your phone. And you everybody get it like, okay, you feel good, don't you? It's like, okay, I did that.
0: Nah, I, I, I be crashing, <laughs> it, man. I might turn the vibe down a little. <laughs> My mood might not be everybody' mood at that moment. <laughs> it feels good,
2: like pleasing, pleasing everybody. Oh uh, yeah, right. It feels good. Like last night, I did a set. um... At our bar, it's on Edgewood. It was pretty dope, and it, I love doing sets that you could play whatever, anything. Like, oh, the crowd is just open to hearing new music or hearing old music or hearing whatever. Just have just there for a good time because they love music. Yeah. So that's that's really when you have fun or when I have fun DJing. Everybody's just there having a good ass time
1: soon as you turn on that swag, sir, you already know
2: it's going
0: in <laughs> <that> Right. No <night. laughs> matter how old. That time. song never get old. No. Nah. That song get them hurt. I swear. And it's generational. <laughs> I promise the old folks mm-hmm. going to get down a little bit. As much as they need allow them, the kids going to be in there.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's your favorite
0: song? Ooh, Favorite song? Mm-hmm. And you, that's hard. You get real specific, like one favorite song. If I gotta go to that one for whatever type of reason, yep.
2: Ooh, I it around. If again. I gotta go to,
1: if I gotta go to that one song, it's gonna be, uh, it, it it's gonna be no role models, either. I no love role that models. Song. No Role Models or Ill Mind of Hobson
2: 7.
0: Okay. I don't know that one. Okay. You said hops in like favorite of all time. Okay. All right. I right, no, <laughs> no cap. Like
1: Ill Mind of Hobson 7 got to be one of my top five favorite songs of all
0: time. Dang, man. It's hard, though. But if I got to go to one, Music Soul Child Love. Yeah, I'm an R&B man. I don't know. I like that one. Um, uh, If
1: you go R&B, then I gotta say, uh, uh, if I ever love you, uh, if I ever fall in love again by Shy. That's a. That's, mm-hmm.
0: a, <laughs>
2: it's a, that's a good. It's one.
0: So many. It's hard just to say one. Like
2: I know. It, it, there's so many songs in the world. Like you're gonna your what about
1: in. you, Millhouse? What's what's your what's your go-to?
2: Hmm back that ass up <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> okay okay she like
1: to really turn it
0: up that's for, real. That's
2: it, for real no that's, that's I... always gonna be a good record
1: see but that shows the fact that she's a DJ like we went to we went to slow and you went to to uh, R&B she went straight to back that ass up yeah, straight to slow
0: I only...
2: but when I'm in the car though I got I always got R&B playing in the car
1: Who's your R&B artist? Top three. Mm, your top I just did three? this
2: the other day.
0: You I ready did Summer Walker.
2: It? Okay. As of, as of today's music right now, Summer Walker, um, Usher, and... Of course. Yeah, uh, Summer Walker, Usher, and there was one more. Yeah. That shows you how... <laughs> Our attention span is so short.
0: Yeah, man, technology is <laughs> it's crazy. It's getting, it's getting worse.
2: <laughs> Summer Walker Usher. I don't want to say Ari Lennox because I love her, but she was in my top three. Mm.
1: You seem like a Janae fan.
2: Janae, yeah. Janae, but no, because Janae gave me my feelings too.
0: Oh damn, we can't have that <laughs> <out of it. laughs>
2: Oh, you know who it is, Tiana Taylor.
0: Oh, I like that one. Okay, okay. I
2: just, I, I just, like just I just got into
0: Tiana. Yeah, me too. I was late to the party, but I, I like she be having some hits. Mhm. Mhm. Who's the
1: artist that you want to work with, or who's the party that Rene's you want set. to to go turn up?
2: Mmm. I would love to do like um like if I was to do something today, like anything from from past and future. Anything. I would love to do like a a coachella or like a big festival. Like a rolling Loud. Oh,
1: you gonna get there. You gonna get there. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I wanna do something like that. Um that would be so dope, man. Yeah, oh, that, that would be so dope. That
0: crowd experience would probably be off the wall. Like I can only imagine yeah. seeing a sea of people right there. just.
2: Mhm.
1: Especially when that beat starts to rock and everybody's head start bobbing, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine how that feeling is.
2: That would be dope. Coachella Ultra Music Festival in Miami, that would be dope. So
1: what is Boobs and Beats? What's that about?
2: <laughs> okay. Boobs and Beats is an all-female DJ experience. Okay. What you get out of it is your favorite female DJs turn the crowd up. So who doesn't like titties and music? <laughs> <laughs> it's self-explanatory. <laughs> pretty, exactly. Pretty exactly.
0: Get the attention.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just I love to cater to the women and put the female DJs together. So, um, yeah, I came up with Boobs and Beats. I got to put another one back out there. COVID kind of things down but
0: yeah man Ho- hopefully these vaccines coming out right
2: right how is, is
0: that,
1: that how how is it being a dj in 2020
2: it's dope though honestly like
0: I feel like you get to be more creative online a little bit right? yeah
2: you do yeah you do and you know this whole year had gave, gave me a chance to just sit down you know and Really be in the moment and really understand your value and your worth because when you always are running around chasing this bad, chasing this bad, chasing this bad, bad, like you kind of you kind of make yourself not as exclusive because you're everywhere. You know what I'm saying? If you give yourself some time to sit back and then just really, really watch what's going on and and see what you really worth and and know exactly what you can do and how you can do it, and it just made me sit back and think like, okay. I don't have to be running around doing everything we gig. I can sit back and, and control my life instead of having my life control me, if that makes sense.
1: Nah,
0: I definitely get it. Waking up with a party.
1: 2020, I said the same thing, man. 2020 definitely, it, it forced a lot of people to sit down and just go, okay, what do I really need to be doing right now? I know what I could be doing.
0: Tap into my results. That's be what doing. 2020 taught. <laughs> You gotta tap into that higher calling, like what you really need to be doing. Mm-hmm. And it really changed a lot of plans that you didn't have going into the year. That's totally different now.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree, hundred percent.
0: So you know, this one's gonna be released what around you know December fourth. So, what are some goals you looking at going into this first quarter of the new year?
2: I got a couple things coming out, so I have a fitness slash lifestyle journal I'm putting out okay. for the beginning of the year. Um, kind of keep track of your goals and your fitness and your everyday lifestyle, health and wellness. So that's one of my um, that's one of my new products I'm pushing. Also, the listening session. I'm trying to get. I got the first six episodes coming, so I'm gonna go ahead and release that beginning of the year. So that's basically the two main things, and of course, book day. I got some dope outfits coming out too. So. Those are the three main things now that is already put in the work and it's just about releasing them in the perfect way Go ahead, everything. put
0: all your plugs out yeah, there. Don't, don't go shine, <laughs> plug whatever you need to write more. all your
1: everything. <laughs> shout out your team. Go ahead.
2: Well, I mean, it's crazy because I do mostly everything by my damn, so. But, you know, I got to shout out AS3 Productions. They are helping me. Well, they're, that's my production company for the listening session. So I worked, I teamed up with them. And they are amazing. Listen, the, list, the listening session is going to be so dope. Um, you guys are going to see how dope it is and how I changed everything up from being on Instagram Live to not actually having a whole set and a whole performance. It's just it's just going to be crazy. It's crazy. And, um, yeah, everything else is kind of done by just DJ Milano. Okay. Okay,
0: <laughs>
1: Tell everybody where they can follow you, you know. Make sure everybody, all of our listeners are able to get to you and... Especially to your Fuck Day line and all that, and especially yeah. like your music. Where can they follow you at?
2: Okay, you guys can follow me at I am DJ Millhouse on Instagram, Twitter. Um, Fuck Day page is FuckDay dot com. Fuck is spelled with a V, not a U. FuckDay dot com. Fuck Day, the number one on Instagram. Um, you can find me out here in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? You can find me. When you see
0: me? She outside. don't worry
1: about it. You'll find it.
2: Find me on somebody' boat. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? The somebody party turn yeah. Alright. Okay.
1: Well, it's been great having you for real, Millhouse. And like, I, I'm glad that you took some time out because, man, you didn't have to. This is awesome, and and it's it's just great that you came and talked to us. I really appreciate you.
2: Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you guys reaching out. This is dope. And I wish you guys the best success in your podcast. You guys are really good.
0: Definitely appreciate it. (laughs) Thank you. We're still
1: so new. You're
2: welcome. Right
0: before we go though, just one last question. Five tracks you would have played for Gucci during the verses if you was his DJ. (laughs)
2: <laughs> but Gucci can I do Jeezy I'm Jeezy, you
0: Jeezy. nah Jeezy. that's why I said like five tracks you to play for <laughs> for, for Gucci to help him out like would you have to switch something up
1: make for it him? easier make it make yeah, it
0: Jeezy easier. you can say Jeezy
1: who
2: okay Jeezy I would've did and I love it Hey, hey. I would've did go check that ass bitch I'm with
0: yeah
2: I would've did corporate thugging by Jeezy um, he ain't do and then what then I'm gonna stack my flow and then the last one for Jeezy he ain't do uh, the white girl Christina Aguilera Oh, he yeah, did leave that
0: one in the okay nice yeah. little lineup. that
2: yeah, was a good question DJ, she, she how
0: knew, to pop she it knew. out real quick <laughs> how to pop it out real quick
2: I like that question <laughs>
0: thanks
2: and yeah I'm digging my crate you yeah,
0: we trying we try to keep our our um interviewers on our toes yeah <laughs> yeah,
1: well, thanks again for coming out. It was great having you and again, man, we're gonna be following you, and you too we really do wish you success. you' gonna get there to Coachella hey, you gonna you' gonna get there, just let us know when we can buy tickets, and we'll be there.
2: I got y'all. Thank you guys so much.
0: All right. Be blessed.
2: You too. Peace.
1: Peace. And everybody out there, thank you for listening. It was awesome. But y'all have a good night. Out of the mud. Peace.
0: There we have it. Another episode in the books, man. Episode 10. We hope y'all enjoyed this one. Stay tuned with us next week, man. We're bringing y'all another, another dope interview, man. Stay locked in, man.